You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. How can God's love and mercy restore us? Find out in this audio message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Now, last week, we talked about Abraham at yung kanyang, yung kanyang anak na si Isaac at saka si Rebecca na kung saan sa pamamagitan ni Abraham dahil naiintindihan niya ang plano ng Diyos sa kanyang buhay when he received a word from God that he will be a father of many nations. Okay, nang ibig sabihin, dapat yung lahi niya ay nagpapatuloy at yung pangako ay naroon nung inialay niya si Isaac. So sa madalis salita, sa pamamagitan ni Isaac, magpapatuloy yung kanyang lahi at kailangan ma-maintain yung generational lineage up to the time of our Lord Jesus Christ. Kaya nga tayong lahat, we are all descendants of Abraham by our faith in Christ Jesus. So dahil naiintindihan nito ni Abraham, so gusto niya na magkaroon ng tamang mapapang-asawa Si Isaac. Kayo ba concern ninyo yung mga binatat dalaga rito? Concern ba kayo na ang dapat niyong mapangasawa yung tama? O yung kahit na sino na lang, basta mayroon. Basta makapangasawa. Okay? Alam nyo, if you are believing that God's will for you is for you to have a righteous generation, beginning your generation forward, mag-iisip kayo. Amen? Mag-iisip kayo, aba, ito, ito pang plano ng Panginoon sa buhay ko that out of me, generation, righteous generation will come forth, therefore you will be careful sa pagpili ninyo ng inyong mapapang-asawa. Amen. Hindi lang just, just. Okay? Basta para makapang-asawa lang, hindi. Ipapanalangin mo ito at titignan mo yung gabay na sinasabi ng banal na kasulatan and you will give high value sa karakter at sa pananampalataya ng isang tao more than anything else. So, ngayong oras na ito, pag-uusapan natin isa pang love story. Kung maituturing ang talagang love story to o disaster, ano? Sa buhay po ni Samson at saka ni Delilah. Okay? Pero bago ho yan, nais ko munang basahin ng isang article na ito. Ito po ay uh, sa ABS-CBN galing. Sabi ron, young internet-driven Pinoy is more sexually active. A survey of more than 19,000 Filipinos aged 15 to 24. Meron ba 15 to 24 dito? Taas ng kamay. Wala nang gusto magtaas. Okay, sige. Sabi nga ron, 15 to 24 last year found premarital sex was on the rise with an increasing number of people meeting partners and sharing sexually explicit material online. One third of the respondents said they had premarital sex up from 23.2% in 2002 and 17.8% in 1994. So could you imagine, 178 noong 1994, pagkatapos, eh, 232 na ng 2002, eh how much more kaya ngayon? According to the nationwide survey carried out by a social research unit of the University of the Philippines, we suspect new media has something to do with this. That is what defines this young generation now. Survey Director Jose Pina Natividad told the AFP. Isa pong bagay na nakalulungkot na balita ito. Last week, binasa ko isang article patungkol sa rising number of those couples na nag-a-avail ng uh, annulment. It's increasing. Ngayon naman, makikita natin increasing number of people na nai-involve sa premarital sex, nagiging sexually active. Now, parang inisip natin, pa bakit ba nangyayari yung bagay na ito? Pero alam mo ninyo, batay na rin dito sa ating itong binasa. Ang nagdi-define ngayon ng ating young generation ay walang iba kundi yung media. Ito ang nagdidikta ng kultura 
na nagdadala sa mga kabataan sa hindi maganda. Pag sinabi kong media, kasama na dyan, pati ang internet, kasama na ang telebisyon, kasama na ang pelikula, kasama na po yung mga lahat ng bagay na napapanood at nakikita at nababasa ng mga tao. At ito ang nagdidikti ng kultura dahil sa panonood ng mga kabataan, akala nila ang mga bagay nito'y normal. Kahit na nga lang ko sa mga ordinaryong telenovela, noong ako'y medyo bata-bata pa, hindi ko makikita ang dalawang teenager na magkikising si lalo ng lips to lips sa isang ordinaryong telenovela. Pero ngayon, it was very rampant. Hindi ko alam kung gusto ng mga kabataan gumagawa nun yun o dahil sila lamang ay naitutulak ng mga direktor o kaya ng mga producer. Kung meron tayong mga artista rito at producer dito, wag mo mang sana kayong magagalit sa akin. Okay? Now, sa mga mukhang artista, okay lang. Nagpapanggap lang. Okay? But you see, yaan ang epekto ng ating modern technology. Bagamat maganda ang, ang pag... Uh, modernize ang ating technology, anything that you can see is just on the internet and it's just actually on the palm of your hands. Why? Kasi yung mga cellphone ngayon, unlimited surfing pwede. ba? So anytime, ang isang kabataan gusto niyang pumunta sa isang porn site, magagawa niyang puntahan. Nakasama sa modern technology yung ganoong bagay. Nakalulungkot, pero hindi tayo, pero hindi tayo dapat gumive up lalo na kung sa mga magulang na narito and you would like to raise your children in a godly manner. So, ngayong pong araw na to, pag-aaralan po natin ang tungkol sa buhay ni Samson at saka ni Delilah, bagamat hindi po ito isang istoryang mainam tularan. Pero sa pangamagitan po ng kamalian ni Samson, tayo po ay matututo, lalo na yung mga kabataan na narito sa ating kalagitan. Ganyan din naman, siyempre yung mga magulang na nagpapalaki ng kanilang mga anak. Kaya po sa oras na ito, tumayo po tayong lahat. Buksan po natin. Sa Judges, chapter 13, beginning verse 24 and 25. The woman gave birth to a boy and named him Samson. He grew, and the Lord blessed him, and the Spirit of the Lord began to steer him while he was in Mahanedan between Zora and Eshtawol. Shall we just bow down our head? Lord, thank you so much for the time that you have given us together to study your word. Lord, help us and lead us by your Holy Spirit. Give us divine understanding of your word, Lord God, at may apply po namin sa buhay namin. Salamat po, Panginoon. Our trust is in you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Tatlong bagay po ang ating pag-aaralan. Okay. What led to Samson's downfall. Pag-uusapan po natin sa unang bahagay yung kanyang immature action, okay? Pangalawa yung kanyang immoral inclination and then imprudent decision. Dahil nakita natin kung mababasa niyo yung mahabang istorya ni Samson sa bago po mag- magwakas yung kanyang buhay ay siya po ay nagkaroon ng great downfall at buti na lang naroon pa rin ang biyaya ng Panginoon. Pero may mga bagay tayong matututunan sa pamamagitan ng kanyang buhay, although unfortunately sa kanyang hindi magandang halimbawa. Doon po sa may Judges chapter 13 verse 5, kilalanin po natin si Samson. Sabi sa nanay, ito po sinasabi ng anghel ng Diyos na nagpakita sa nanay ni Samson. Okay? You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor because the boy is to be a Nazirite dedicated to God from the womb. He will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the 
Philistines. Now, yung pong tatay at nanay ni Samson ay hindi ho magkaanak, childless. Okay? And they were, in 40 years of being subdued by the Philistines. So, sa madali salita, number one ng kalaban doon ay mga Philistines. Sila'y nasakop. 40 years silang nagdudusa sa kamay ng mga Philistines. And at that time, dahil ang Israel ay wala namang mga tinatawag na mga hari for judges yung mga naglilid sa kanila. But they were still under uh, under the Philistines. Now, yung nanay ni Samson ay nagpakita ang isang anghel. At sinabi sa kanya ang bagay na ito. Sa madali salita, talagang si Samson ay intentionally na isinilang sa mundong ito na may plano na ang Panginoon sa kanyang buhay. And that's the way I would like you to see every child being born in our generation today. Yung mga mag-aasawa o mga mag-asawa na nagkaroon kayo ng anak, isipin ninyo na ang anak na yan ay galing sa Diyos and God has a special purpose for your children. Do you agree? Okay? Huwag niyong tatawaran ang kakayan ng inyong anak Huwag niyong titignan ang inyong liit o laki ng inyong kabuhayan para hindi niyo maiisip na ang Panginoon ay may magandang plano sa inyong anak. Regardless of your economic status, alam natin, God has a plan for our children. Amen. Now, sabi ron, the boy is to be a Nazirite. Ano ibig sabihin ng Nazirite? Ibig sabihin yan, set apart for God's purpose or dedicated to God from the womb. Dito pa lamang sa sinapupunan, may plano na si Lord sa kanya, okay, at yun, Si Samson, Nazirite siya. Mamaya explain ko sa inyo ano ba yung vow ng isang Nazirite. Now, it is so important, katulad ni Samson, na sa kanyang paglaki ang mga magulang niya dapat ay ipinaliliwanag sa kanya kung sino siya at kung anong pagkakatawag niya sa Diyos. Na siya ay na isang Nazirite na may special purpose si Lord sa kanya. Why? Because identity will dictate the person's actions. Kung kilala mo kung sino ka, alam mo yung bagay na gagawin mo at hindi mo bagay na dapat gawin. Halimbawa, kayo po mga anak ng Diyos. At because you are children of God, when there is a temptation of immorality, you can say no to sin. Why? Because you know your identity. I am a child of God. I am a servant of God. Si Samson po is a servant, would be a servant of God and would be one of the judges of Israel. Ang mga magulang dapat niya ay mayroong responsibilidad, maliit pa lamang sinasabi na sa kanya yun. Okay? Dahil yung kanyang identity, pagkilala niya kung sino siya at anong pagkakatawag niya, alam niya kung paano niyang ikutak yung kanyang sarili. Now, kapag ang tingin mo natin sa sarili natin, now that we are children of God, and we believe that we are more than conquerors in Christ, hindi ka popost na parang ikaw ay talunan. Amen. Yung pagka may problema, iyak agad sa isang sulok. Kasi yun ang posture ng isang taong talunan. Laging naaawa sa sarili, laging pangit ang sinasabi niya patungkol sa kanyang sarili. But if you know who you are with God, haharapin mo ang problema na ikaw ay mayroong katapang harapin ito because kilala mo kung sino ka. Amen. Your identity will dictate your actions. Now, Sabi dito, with regards to his mission, he will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Being 40 years in the hands of the Philistines, God would like to deliver his people from the Philistines. At tagaanap ang Diyos ng taong gagamitin at si Samson yung pinili ng Panginoon. So, ano ang mission niya? Ang mission niya ay sa pamamagitan niya, mapalaya ang mga Israelites in the hands of the Philistines. 
That's the very reason why God has also equipped him with great strength. Kasi kailangan niya yon to fulfill his mission. And you have to always remember this. That when God, once God has called you to do something, He is also going to equip you and provide you with the necessary power from on high. Amen. If God has called you to write, then God will give you the wisdom how to write. If God has called you to be an engineer, then God will teach you how to be so analytical and logical. So, kung ano yung purpose ni Lord sa'yo, i-equip ka niya. Okay? So, dapat nating maintindihan that it is not all about us, it's about God and His calling in our lives. Amen. Now, Tingnan natin yung vow ng isang Nazirite. Dahil sabi natin, si, Moses, ah, si, si Samson ay tinawag na isang Nazirite. Isa ho sa vow ng Nazirite is bawal siyang uminom ng alak. Any fermented drink, bawal sa kanya. Bakit? It's because sa pamagitan ng pag-inom niya ng alak, madedefile siya. So kaya yung nanay, kahit na siya nagbubuntis pa lamang, pinagbawalan siya ng anghel na wag uminom ng kahit anong alcoholic drink. Okay, vow yan ng isang Nazirite. No cutting of hair. Ibig sabihin, bawal ahitan o bawal gupitan yung kanyang buhok. Kaya po sa Bible, kahit hindi sinasabi ng Bible, oh, sila John the Baptist, si Jesus, si Isaac, these are examples of Nazirite. Kasama na si Samuel, mga Nazirite yan. Ang ibig sabihin, kahit hindi sinasabi ng Bible, automatic yun, mahahaba buhok nila. Okay? Dahil simbolo yun na sila ay isang Nazirite. Pangatlo, no contact with the dead. Kahit na yan ay hayop, kahit na yan ay tao, bawal nilang ahawakan yun dahil again, madedefile sila. Now, unfortunately for Samson, in one way or the other, pinayagan niya o he caused it to violate all of these things. When he was about to get married, nagkaroon ng feast at siya uminom ng alak. Pagkatapos, by default, dahil sinabi niya kay Delilah na siya ay ang sikreto raw ng kanyang lakas ay sa pagpapaputol ng buhok, yun ang akala niya. Okay? So, naputol yung kanyang buhok. Pangatlo, nung siya napatay niya yung isang lion, ang ginawa niya, later on, binalikan niya at binalutan na kasi ng honey yung, yung lion na yun, pero ang ginawa niya, pinunta niya yun at kinain niya, binigyan pa niya yung kanyang mga magulang. So, lahat ito ay somehow ina-violate dahil pinayagan ito ni Samson. Ano ang ibig sabihin nito? Ito ay nagpapakita lamang kung anong klasing tao at anong klasing karakter meron si Samson. Na yung kanyang vow as a Nazarite ay ina-violate ng lahat, hindi niya iningatan. Now, isa sa mga great exploit nga ito, Judges 14.6, The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. Pag sinabing torn, anong ibig sabihin nun? Oh, tama. Pinunet. Could you imagine? Yung papel, madaling punitin. Yung damit, madaling punitin. Pero siya, lion, yung kanyang pinunet. So, could you imagine kung gaano kalakas si Samson? Now, ang tanong ko, ano sa palagay niyo ang sikreto ng kanyang kalakasan? Ha? Hindi nyo ba nababasa? Sabi ng iba, pastor, yung buhok. Sabi yung bigote. Hindi, hindi, hindi yung bigote, hindi yung buhok. Okay? Sabi ron, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. And you will see several of that in the Bible. As ating makikipaglaban siya, makikita nyo ng Spirit of the Lord would come upon him. 
at magiging malakas siya. So ang sikreto ng kalangkalakasan ay walang iba kundi sa Panginoon. Hindi galing sa kanyang sarili, ito ay galing sa Diyos. Amen? Now, isang, siguro isang bagay na lesson na matutunan din natin dyan, na anumang bagay na meron tayo, abilidad, kakayanan, talento, ang lahat ng yan ay galing sa Diyos. It's all because of the purpose of God, not because of us, but because of Him in our calling. Amen. God, because God would like to accomplish something through us. Now, let's talk about this immature action. Bakit immature? Kasi hindi mature. Okay. Judges chapter 14 verses 1 to 3. Sabi ron, Samson went down to Timna and saw there a young Philistine woman. Wow, may nakita siyang Philistine woman. When he returned, he said to his father and mother, I have seen a Philistine woman in Timna. Now get her for me as my wife. Aba, demanding. Okay. Verse 3, his father and mother replied, Isn't there an acceptable woman among your relatives or among all our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife? But Samson said to his father, Get her for me. She is the right one for me. The okay, you know. Talagang demanding si Samson. Una, alam niya na bawal sa kanila as Israelites na makipag-asawa sa Canaanites. Or sa Philistines, I should say. Sorry. Bakit? Because ang Diyos ng mga Philistine ay hindi kapareho ng kanilang Diyos. I should say, mga pagano, mga Diyos-Diyosan, okay? Mga Diyos-Diyosan yung kanilang sinasamba and we equate that as paganism. Now, ang rason kung bakit ayaw makipag-asawa sa Philistine, hindi dahil sa, sa, sa lahi, kundi dahil sa iba ang Diyos na kanilang sinasamba. And most of the time, kapag ang mga anak ng Diyos, okay, the Israelites would marry a Philistine, the usual case is that ganagawa na rilang sambahin kung sino yung Diyos na sinasamba ng mga Philistines. Andiyan po kayo. So ngayon naiintindihan na natin kung bakit. Okay? Now, pero si Samson, very insistent, very independent, very immature. Basta gusto ko yan, gusto ko yan. Ewan ko kung meron dito sa church natin, pag nakakita ng magandang dalag, yan na Lord, gusto ko na yan. <laughs> ha? Okay, basta turo ng turo, ha? baka manuno kayo. Basta, siya na Lord, siya na. Oh, tapos bilang nakalingo, nakakita mas maganda. Ah, Lord, ito na lang. <laughs> okay? So, mga kapatid, siya isang Nazirite, whether we like it or not, kahit na tayong mga Kristiyano, as spiritual Nazirite, we should know that we have boundaries and limitations. If you see yourself as a believer without any boundary at all, without any rules, you have an independent spirit. And it's so hard for a servant of the Lord to call God as His Lord, and He is the servant of God, and yet Siya pa rin ang masusunod sa Kanyang sarili. Remember that Samson was a servant of God. Ibig sabihin, si Lord yung kanyang master, siya yung kanyang servant, at tanong ko, sinong dapat na masunod? Pati kayo makasagot? Siya, of course, yung master. Pero it appears, parang si, si, si Samson ang gustong-gusto niyang masunod ay yung kanyang sarili. Sinabihan na siya kanyang tatay. Bagamat ang medyo pagkukulang dito, hindi in-insist ng kanyang tatay na anak disaster ang papasukin mo. 
We can always choose our own actions, but we cannot choose the consequences of it. Tandaan po ninyo yun. Papipili ninyo kung anong gusto ninyong gawin, yung ibubunga nito, hindi nyo kayang piliin. So, dahil sa kanyang decision, later makikita ninyo kung paano magsasuffer yung kanyang buhay. Now, let me tell you kung ano yung susunod. Dahil ang haba ho niyan, apat na chapter ho sa Bible. Hindi ko kayang basahin lahat dito, baka matulog kayo. Now, so, nagpumilit siya, so walang magawa yung mga magulang, eh, hindi naman nila pinwersa rin si Samson. So, yung kanyang gusto ang nasunod. Now, kaugalian na nila na kapag bago ikasalang lalaki, ay eh, magkakaroon muna ng fiesta. Okay? Pagtitipon. So, larong si Samson, tsaka yung kanyang mapapangasawa, yung kabag-anak, at tsaka yung mga Philistine, at siya ay nagbigay ng isang bugtong o riddle. Okay? At nakipagpustahan siya doon sa mga Philistine, lalo na doon sa mga kamag-anak ng babae. Sabi, in seven days, gusto ko sagutin nyo to. Pag hindi nyo nasagot ito, okay, itong, itong ibibigay ninyo sa akin. Itong mga ari-ariang ito, mga clothes na ito, ang ibibigay ninyo sa akin. Pero pagka hindi, kayo naman ang bibigyan ko nito. So, seven days, nabinigay niya yung riddle, walang makasagot. Okay, nag-isip. Yung mga kamag-anak ng babae, lumapit to sa babae, pinagalitan yung babae at pinuwersa, tanungin mo yung asawa mo si Samson kung anong sagot mo sa bugtong. Eh, papayagan mo bang tayo ay maloko lang tayo narito sa sarili nating teritoryo? So, sa madaling salita, si Samson po, itinanong ng asawa, napilitan si Samson. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil ginamit ng babae yung kanyang number one weapon. Nakatulad din naman ng mga weapon ng mga kababaihan ngayon. Alam niyo kung ano? Naging. So she started nagging. If you love me, sasabihin mo sa akin yung sagot. That's one of the ways to manipulate. Kung talagang mahal mo ako, patunayan mo. Come with me, let us celebrate tonight. Yung mga ganun ho bang mga dialogue? Luma na ho yun. Okay? Pero si Samson na manipulate siya, so sinabi niya, eh, sumakasakit na siguro ang tenga niya. Okay? So, Nung sinabi niya, of course, nasagot ng kanyang mga kamag-anak yung tanong ni Samson. Pati Samson po, binuko niya, sabi niya, eh, kung hindi niyo ginipit yung asawa ko, hindi niyo naman talaga malalaman yung sagot eh. So ano pong nangyari? Nagkaroon ito pong yung sumunod na nangyari sa verse 19. Then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. He went down to Ashkelon, struck down 30 of their men, stripped them off everything, and gave their clothes to those who had explained the riddle. Burning with anger, he returned to his father's home. So, napaaway ho, tatlumpu kagad yung namatay, napatay nitong si Samson. Dahil na rin sa init ng kanyang ulo. Now, isang bagay na nais kong sabihin sa inyo, hindi po tama na siya ay nag-asawa ng isang Philistine. But that's when you can see the grace of God operated. Now, May mga desisyon tayong mali na nagagawa. Minsan nagre-resulta ng maganda. Ang akala natin, ah, okay lang palang gawin ko yun. Kasi ang naging bunga naman ay maganda. Anong ibig kong sabihin? Dahil kasi pinayag, sino si Samson ay nag-decide na mag-asawa ng Philistine. It was not God's perfect will, pero ginamit na ni Lord ito ng opportunity para nang sa ganun, si Samson at ang mga Philistine ay magkaroon ng confrontation. Since the mission of Samson is to deliver the Israelites from the Philistines. Ajan po kayo. It's so happy na nag-jive. But considering God's perfect will, it was not God's perfect will. 
It was God's permissive will. Magkaiba ho yun. Iba yung pinayagan, iba yung mismong sinabi ni Lord, itong kalooban ko. Pero ang sinunod niya, yung kanyang sarili. So, pinayagan na rin ng Panginoon yun. Anyway, God was actually looking for opportunity na si Samson at saka mga Filisina ay magkaroon ng confrontation. Okay? Now, may mga decision tayong ginagawa sa buhay, mali, pero nakita niyo, bilang naging maganda ang bunga, hindi dahil sa tama yun, kundi dahil sa biyaya ng Panginoon. Because God is still concerned with His purpose rather than on us. Now, si Samson po ay napaaway dito at sabi rito, bumalik siya doon sa kanyang asawa. He returned to his father's home. Now, ito po ang masakit, bunga ng consequence ng kanyang disobedience. And Samson's wife was given to one of his companions who had attended him at the feast. Galit yung tatay ng babae dahil tatlong po yung pinatay niya. Nung buhabalik ngayon si Samson sa bahay, ng kanyang papangasawa o ng kanyang asawa, ayos siyang payagan ng tatay. Ang ginawa pa, ibinigay yung kanyang asawa, sabi ganun, was given to one of his companions who had attended him at the feast. Napakasakit. Could you imagine kung ikaw ay mayroong kaibigan, nagpapalakad ka, maya-maya sila na palang dalawa. O kaya yung girlfriend mo, biglang napunta rin sa best friend mo, napakasakit, ati Charo. Now, so yan po ay bahagi ng kanyang immaturity at actually ang sumulod na event dyan, naghiganti siya. Sinunog niya ang lahat ng mga pananim at palayan ng mga Philistine sa pamagitan ng pagtatali ng 300 faxes at nilagyan ng torch sa kanila para masunog ang lahat ng mga pananim, lahat ng mga palayan. Nung nagkaroon ng investigation, so sino may kagagawa nito? Ah, si Samson. Ang ginawa, pinatay yung kanyang asawa at lahat ng kanyang lahi ay pinatay yung babae. Of course, kung ikaw si Samson, anong yung mararamdaman? So lalong namuo yung galit kay Samson at anong nangyari? Isang libo ang napatay ni Samson sa pamagitan ng Joe Bone. Alam yung Joe Bone? Ito yung bone na Joe. <laughs> Ginamit niya para pumatay ng isang libong Philistine. Okay? Now, bahagi lang din huri niya ng consequences bagamat dahil nagja-jive sa purpose ng Painon, God allowed it. Now, let us look at this immoral inclination. So, Judges chapter 16, verse 1, One day Samson went to Gaza, where he saw a prostitute. He went in to spend the night with her. Wow! He was a servant of God and yet found himself with a prostitute. Alam niyo sa ating panonuso-uso yung tinatago na casual sex, Casual sex, yung bang one-night stand. O yung tinatawag na premarital sex para sa mga magkasintahan na yung bang try and try muna before I buy. Okay? Subok muna. And nowadays, ito po yung nangyayari na minsan ng mga magkasintahan, bago pa man ikasal, may nangyayari na sa kanila. They never realize the impact of this later on yung temporary na ginhawa o temporary na kaligayahan ay pwedeng magkos ng habang buhay na pagdurusa. Now, if you know your identity in Christ, you will say no to premarital sex. You will say no to fornication. You will say no to prostitution. You will, not, you will say no to any form of immorality. May balik ho ang lahat ng bagay. 
Ito, somehow, ang dinidikta ng ating kultura sa ating panahon. But God has called us to be light and salt of this world. At dapat ay maintindihan natin yun. Hindi natin pwedeng sabihin, eh, uso na yan, pastor eh. Uso na yan. At halos lahat ng pastor na gumagawa na lahat niyan, pastor. So, what's the difference? God has called us out of darkness into His marvelous light to show forth the praises of Him. May kaibahan ho tayo. Tayo ay wala sa kadiliman. Tayo po ay nasa liwanag ng Diyos. The difference must be seen. That's why Isaiah 6 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. We have Jesus Christ as the light of the world. And we have to open and let the people see our good deeds so that they will glorify our Father in heaven. Amen. How can we be effective in winning people for Christ if they could not see the light in us? Alam nyo, pangalan na ibig sabihin ng pangalan ni Samson? Ang ibig sabihin ng pangalan ni Samson ay Sunny. Not Sunny Woman, but Sunny. S-U-N-N-Y. Okay? Isabihin, talagang nasa sa kanya yung pangalan na kung saan dapat ay nagliliwanag siya at nagniningning. Adyan po ba kayo? May tatalo pa ba sa liwanag ng araw? Dapat yun si Samson. Pero hindi siya nabubuhay ayon sa kanyang identity, ayon sa kanyang pangalan. Now, let me go right away to the third point. Imprudent decision. Anong ibig sabihin imprudent decision? A stupid decision. Ill-advised decision. Hindi pinag-isipan na decision. Okay. Judges chapter 16 verse 4. Ito na yung si Delilah. Sometime later, he fell in love with a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. Nang mabasa ko ito, ang tanong ko kagad is, Why? 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 Delilah! Alam mo dapat ang kanyang ginawa, dapat. Kung ako'y naro, sasabihin ko sa kanya, Ramro, Samson, run, Samson, run. Delilah is on your way. Delilah, nang ibig sabihin is night or darkness. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Siya ay sunny, liwanag, sinliwanag ng araw, pero dumilim ang kanyang buhay dahil kay Delilah. Okay? Verse 5, And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Seduce him and see where his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him that we may blind him, bind him to humble him, and we will each give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Alam nyo, love is not just a feeling. It is also a choice. Do you believe that? It is a choice. Hindi mo sabihin, isang araw na lang, pastor, na, natagpuan ko ang sarili ko, mahal ko na siya. Narinig na ba kayo ng ganyang dialogue? Parang nagsubuhang kumahal ko na Loving a person is also a choice because it has its own basis. Iba yung na-attract ka, iba yung nagka-crush ka, iba yung na-inlove ka. Love is also a choice. Why? Dahil nakikita mo yung lahat ng katangian sa kanyang buhay, maganda man o pangit, inyit nagawa mo pa rin siyang mahalin, yun ang tunay na pagmamahal. And you are willing to commit yourself to that person regardless of anything. Now, si Delilah po, alam na niyang Philistine din ito. At alam niya na, na si Samson, alam niya sa kanyang sarili, wanted na siya sa mga Philistine sa dami ng kanyang napatay. And yet, he still chose a person na pinagbabawal ng Panginoon for third time. Okay? 
hindi lang pala dalawang beses siya umibig. Dapat ang kata niya, sana tatlo ang puso ko. Hindi pala dapat dalawa, dapat tatlo. The third time, puro Philistine, lahat ng mga babae ipinagbabawal ng Diyos. Yun ang gusto niya. Bakit nga ba kung ano yung bawal? Yun ang gustong gusto. Yung bawal na pag-ibig. No? Yung pag-ibig sa dilim. Yung mga yakap sa dilim. Yun ang, yun ang gustong enjoy ng mga tao. Now, ginamit sa kanya ng Philistine yung kanyang weakness. They know his strength physically, but emotionally he is weak. In his flesh, in his desire, he is weak. So, sabi sa nga, seduce him. Akitin mo siya. And see where his great strength lies. And by what means we may overpower him. Alam nyo, si Delilah, kumbaga kung si Samson, niligawan si Delilah, si Delilah sinagot si David. Okay. So, madali salita, may relationship sila. Ngayon, bakit naman si Delilah pumatol kay Samson? Pumatol siya kay Samson, nakipag-relasyon siya dahil sa pera. 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 Okay? Maraming mga tao nag-aasawa, hindi dahil sa mahal nila yung tao, kundi dahil sa pera. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, pera. Okay? <laughs> Pati nga mag-asawa eh, minsan pinagtatalunan pera. Di ba? Yung pera mo, pera ko, sabi ni Mrs. Yung pera mo, pera ko. Yung pera ko, pera ka! <laughs> pera pa rin ang pinag-uusapan. Oh. Ito si Delilah, pera lang ang habol niya kay Samson. Hindi dahil bibigyan siya ng pera ni Samson, kundi dahil ipagkakanulo niya si Samson at makakatanggap siya ng pera mula sa Philistine. Wala siyang tunay na pagmamahal. Could you imagine, papasok ka sa isang relasyon ang basihan ay pera? Hindi ko sinasabing masamang mag-asawa ng mayaman. Sinong gusto rito makapag-asawa ng mayaman? Ah, wala na gusto magtaas ng kamay. Ah? Mga kapatid, bonus lang huyon. Okay? Ang pagiging mayaman ng isang tao, bonus na lang yon. Pero, ang dahilan kung bakit mo siya pakakasalan is that mahal mo siya at alam mong kayo ay pinagtagpo ng Panginoon para sa isa't isa. Hindi ba? Di ba? Yan. Kaya alam po niyo talagang napakapalad ng misis ko. Ah, napakapalad ko sa misis ko. Dahil mahal ko siya at alam mong kami ang pinagtagpo ng Panginoon. Penggit <laughs> kayo, no? Okay. Okay. Dahil kasi hindi nang pinakasalan niya ako, hindi naman dahil sa pera. Dahil on the first place, <laughs> wala ako noon. <laughs> Kaya alam ko, mahal niya ako. Okay. Now, ang basihan ng kanilang relasyon, ang pundasyon, ay deception, lies, and at the same time, just because of money. Sa atin po, nawa ay walang magpapakasal dahil sa pera o dahil may kasinungalingang involved nagsasabing, I love you, pero hindi naman pala tunay na I love you. Ito po ang basihan. So, anong palagay nyo kapag ang pundasyon ng isang marriage ay ganon? Marupok yung foundation. The foundation of a relationship must be Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is love. And therefore, the foundation should be love. And the commitment that you have made towards one another. Along the way, as husband and wife, alam nyo kayo, pinagtagpo ng Panginoon, hindi may iwasan na magkakaroon ng problema magkakaroon ng hindi pagkakaunawaan, but your love will be tested because you gave your commitment regardless of the imperfection of your spouse, mamahalin mo pa rin siya maging sino man siya. Amen. 
may commitment kayong ginawa sa harapan ng Panginoon. At yun dapat ang maging batayan ng inyong pagsasama, hindi kasinungalingan. Now, let's go to the next verse. So, nag-attempt na ngayon si Delilah. So, Delilah said to Samson, Please, tell me where your great strength lies and how you might be bound that no one could, sub- could subdue you. Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bow strings that have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other men. Now, sa madali salita, yung babae, pinilit si Samson, ginamit yung grenyang greatest weapon, ano yun? Naging bumigay si Samson. Okay. Verse 8, And the lords of the Philistine brought up to her seven fresh bow strings that had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Tapos alam nyo, anong sabi? Nagtatago sa kwarto yung mga Philistine, sabi niya, sabi ni Delilah, Samson, nandiyan ang mga Philistine. Eh, sandali lang kung winasak ni Samson yung seven bow strings na yun. Ibig sabihin, hindi yon ang sekreto ng kanyang kalakasan. Mapapansin ninyo kung paano sila naglulukuan dalawa? Nakita na ba kayo ng mag-asawang naglulukuan sa isa't isa? Sabi na, I love you. I love you too. Pero wala naman palang tunay na damdamin. That's hypocrisy. Sinasabi ni Delilah, mahal niya si Samson, pero I believe, talagang dahil lang sa pera. Now, tignan natin yung kanyang second attempt. Then Delilah said to Samson, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Please tell me how you might be bound. So, ginamit na naman niya yung kanyang weapon. Naging. And he said to her, If they bind me with new ropes, bagong lubid, that uh, that have not been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So, ginawa nga ho yun. Tinalian si Samson ng bagong lubid. Pero sinabi niya, oh, andyan ang mga Philistines. Sandali lang na winasak ni Samson, pinatid ni Samson yung bagong lubid na yun. So, sa madali salita, again, naglukuhan na naman silang mag-asawa. Okay. Verse 13, third attempt. Then Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with a web and fasten it tight with a pin. Alam niyo yung tawag doon? Trintas? Parang trintas? Okay. Then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Now, ano pong nangyari sa palagay ninyo? Of course, Nung sinabi nung Delilah, andyan ang mga Philistine, eh, tinanggal lang niya yung pin. At sa nandalin sa lalala, eh, aron pa rin yung kanyang kalakasan. Now, ito na, inihirit na talaga, todong hirit na, ginamit na talaga yung full power ng kanyang weapon, naging. And she said to him, How can you say, I love you, when your heart is not with me? Magaling ang mga babae. Uh, you have mocked me these three times and you have not told me where your great strength lies. Ito, matindi, verse 16. And when she pressed him hard with her words day after day, ibig sabihin yung press from the word pressure, pressure siya ng pressure, and urged him, his soul was vexed to death. Alam mo, sama mo, tayong mga lalaki, yan ang medyo weakness natin eh. <laughs> Di ba? Pagka si, Mar- si Miss Umariana ng gusto, natutulaw tayo eh. 
dapat ito nanindigan si Samson dahil alam niya kung anong tama. At alam din niya na siguro naman by now, alam niyang niloloko siya ng kanyang asawa. But he became already spiritually blind. Hindi na siya makaunawa dahil sabi nga nila, ang pag-ibig daw ay bulag. Naniniwala ba kayo doon? Actually, pag-ibig din naman bulag. Yung tao umiibig, ang nabubulag. Okay? Because of his passion, because of his lust, hindi niya na makita yung tamang katwiran. Hindi niya na madisar na niloloko siya nung kanyang asawa. Now, verse 17, ito yung resulta. And he told her all his heart and said to her, A razor has never come upon my head, for I have been a Nazirite to God from my mother's womb. If my head is shaved, then my strength will live, and I shall become weak and be like any other men. Now, verse 18, When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up again, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. Now, si, si Samson po, sinabi niya, ang lakas daw niya ay nanggagaling sa kanyang buhok. Tama ba yun? Siya rin mismo, all along, ang akala niya, ang sekreto ng kanyang lakas ay nasa kanyang buhok. He was really spiritually blinded. Ang kalakasan niya ay hindi galing sa buhok. Ang kalakasan niya ay galing kay Lord. Ngayon, ang tanong ko, bakit siya nanghina? Ito ho. She made him sleep on her knees. And she called the man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him and his strength left him. Why? Ito, pasayin natin. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he woke, he, and he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Bakit nawalan siya ng kalakasan? Hindi dahil sa naputol yung kanyang buhok. Nawalan siya ng kalakasan dahil iniwan na siya ng Panginoon. Mga kapatid, this is the saddest thing that can ever happen to anyone. Na dahil sa kanyang pagiging self-willed, going against always the will of God, na ang Panginoon iiwanan na siya sa gitna ng laban. Alam kong ayaw ninyo na sa gitna ng laban iiwan kayo ng Panginoon. Amen? Learn how to walk in line with the will of God and you will always have Him. Now, ito pang nangyari sa kanya. The Philistine sees him and gouged out his eyes. It's a reflection of his spiritual blindness. It translated to physical blindness. And brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles. And he, and he ground at the mill in the prison. Naging alipin pa siya. Nag-ground ng mill. And... But the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Now, in verse 28, ito makikita natin, na-realize niya na dahil hindi niya na, wala na yung kanyang kalakasan, iniwan na siya ng Panginoon. Sino sa inyo naniniwala kapag ang isang tao ay nasa dulo na naaalala si Lord na tumatawag sa Panginoon? Kaya nyo, minsan pinapayagan ng Diyos na talagang problemado na tayo eh, kasi doon lang tayo nakakaalalang manalangin. Sabi rito, Then Samson called to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, please remember me. And please strengthen me only this once, O God, that I may be avenged of the Philistines for this, for my two eyes. And then in verse 29, And Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested, and he leaned his weight against them, his right hand on the one, and his left hand on the other. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he bowed with all his strength, and the house 
fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people who were in it, so the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Now, I would like you to look at me. Bumalik yung lakas ni Samson, it's because of the grace of God. Natutunan ni Samson na sa pinakadulo na ng kanyang buhay, when he was in a very desperate situation, he called upon the Lord. At katulad ng pagkakakilala natin sa ating Diyos, siya ay mahabagin, gracious, compassionate God. Binalik niya yung kalakasan ni Samson. And in the end, he fulfilled his purpose in the life of Samson. Not because of the righteous things he did, but because of the mercy and the grace of God. It's hard if you abuse the grace and the mercy of God. But when he called upon the Lord, the Lord came to his rescue. Nangyari ba yung purpose ng Panginoon kay Samson? Yes, because he was able to kill all of this Philistine and liberated his own nation. Not because he obeyed God, but because of the grace of God manifested upon his life. Mga kapatid, meron akong alam na namatay para i-deliver din ang bawat isa sa atin sa kasalanan. Pero hindi siya katulad ni Samson na dinisobey ang Diyos. He was the man who lived perfectly, who lived with integrity and provided us an example and he died on the cross to deliver all of us from the hands of Satan and all of his demon spirit. And that's none other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Second Timothy 1.9 He has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done but because of His own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Mga kapatid, our relationship with people, with our future spouse matters. But the most important relationship that we can have is our relationship with God. Because any other relationship, any other relationship must be driven by our faith in God, not by our selfish gain. Si Samson, lahat ng desisyon niya, puro sa sarili niya. Because of his passion, because of his lust, because of his emotion, it's all about him. Our relationship must be driven by our faith in God, not by our selfish gain. If you would like to have a good relationship with people, with your spouse, make sure that your relationship with God is alright. We hope you were inspired by that message. Love is a key theme in the Bible. Discover and experience what God's love is all about by following our weekly series and by joining a victory group. For more information, just visit our concierge on weekends or leave us a message at www.victoryalabang.org or at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.